0: Anywho, on uh, happier news, we're about to set things on fire.
1: The Sunday Skypers.
2: Burning Beard. I should do a,
0: a review of our beliefs. Oh, yeah. I believe Flint is in a world of hurt.
3: Not presently. could Could be. More emotional than that. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Since you spoke up, I guess, brokering peace with the spiders, is this something you still want to do?
0: It is... Medigaming wise the wrong thing to do, which is why, of course, I will keep that one.
3: <laughs> okay, scouting squad, even learned his secrets. Uh, to some respect, you haven't actually heard what Bruna wants, so um, that's, that, that that that's what I'm hoping that's what she has in mind. But one never knows. Yeah. So what I'm what I'm thinking is there may not be anything immediate that you want to change until we've played that scene.
0: Sounds like a winner. Is that uh, I believe I'll strangle Bruno might be an option. <laughs> well, it's not like she's going to run away on me. <laughs>
3: it's funny you say that. Oh, Looking at Fandral's beliefs, dealing with spider infestations, yeah. The second belief is, is going on by proxy. And yeah, I guess you can fill in the um, spider war-related belief at any time. Just, you know, pipe up.
1: I figure something will come up.
3: Yeah, no doubt. And of kill you have a dealing with the spider infestation belief yeah would you like to like write a belief about the immediate situation or or about the war machine or something since uh you're not probably not going to deal with anything which is this episode or this session yeah yeah.
2: actually i just come to realization that i uh, i uh, i am unable to actually complete my oath uh, the oaths are like long-term things anyway, so they're not... Well, it's the last bit of the oath, and run in accordance to his methods and, its way- and ways. A couple episodes ago, I pretty much said, we're not going to do that.
3: <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Uh, it might be a, a point of, of like backsliding, <laughs> where you might have to have a little mold-breaker moment and go, but I swore to do this, but it's not good. Oh, what should I do? And then, I mean, this belief would have to be about another dwarf, maybe, or is uh, mm. so there any dwarfs you would like to survive, or um,
2: Well, Ethelbald's got to survive. Is there
3: any dwarf you wouldn't mind dying? I don't want Murtog dying, either. <laughs> <laughs> Anything about the prince? Like, um, make sure everyone follows the prince's battle plan? Or it could just be protect the brewers. That's totally viable, too.
2: Make sure Murtog and Ethelbald are kept safe.
3: Okay, so um, I guess we'll start with the Flint scene in the... What, what did we call it? Stonehewer? Stonehewer's Hall. All right, so I imagine the echo of your uh, question is still uh, bouncing about in there. Bruna looks up from the book she is reading or flipping through. And, uh, you know, there's a look of surprise relief and uh, maybe a little bit of apprehension on her face. Do you know what, Flint? Give me
0: a... Cross my arms and tap my foot roll? No. I'm good at
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> should be a perception test of some kind. Oh, jeez. You want to make me roll dice? Yes. I'm going to start off by making you roll dice. I mean, I can always tell you what you notice without rolling, if you prefer that.
0: Oh, we, we should roll the dice, because we know the dice love me. <laughs> That's an op 2. Okay, well, 5d6. That seems reasonably safe.
3: That's what they all say. There should be two successes. It isn't.
0: Uh, no, it's uh, one success, two twos, and two threes. Wow. So much for average. <laughs> uh, obviously, I am too distracted and, and
3: too hot-headed to notice. I think so, yeah. yeah. Things you notice anyway, like she's laid up on this cot, and she's uh, half-lying, half-sitting to get a better like angle to read. With like a... B- b- Like her pack behind uh, behind the small of her back, and and the leg that that was broken is like stretched out straight across the cot. Uh, I imagine her crossbow is in easy reach. Yeah, it's next to the her arbalist is right next to the cot. But yeah, her her uh, leg is like bandaged up. You notice that the underside of her foot, which is unbooted, is like it's dirty, as if she's been dragging it or using it to stand on. Just a little bit, you notice this bit, like what? Weird, that leg is broken.
0: Is she saying anything?
3: Uh, I'm, I'm getting to that. Since oh, you sorry. just said, you know, what, what, what did you want? Like for what purpose did uh, you call me here? Right? So, like I said, she looks it up and, and sees you. When she's, um, she goes, uh, "Oh, Flint, good." Uh, she puts the book down and she, she has this bit of a squirm to her, and 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 she scratches. The back of her head, and uh, she says, um, w- Would you mind sitting down? I guess next
0: question is Is there actually a place to sit down?
3: Oh, uh, you could use uh, the cot next to her, which is empty, or you could sit on the floor. I, it's <gasps> your choice. We'll sit on the cot. <sighs> take, take that cleansing breath. This <laughs> is. <laughs> I'm busy scouting. What do you need, Bruno? How can I help? You remember you said you'd look out for me, right? And Absolutely. And I said I'd, I'd try to look out for you. I appreciate that. Well, I'm, I may need your help. According to Stonebones, I have been sleepwalking uh and she says that like she doesn't she doesn't say it quite as as readily as i did just did it's like you know there's a pause between i've been and then there's a lump in her throat like she doesn't really want to get at it that's good for a squirrely look
0: how can you walk on a broken leg
3: <laughs> is that a question yes i don't know i i don't think i've been walking on it i have a crutch and she like reaches under the cot and pulls it out Stomo says it's it's good to to keep moving every once in a while, but I don't use the leg to walk on i'm I'm not sure how I've been getting around. Should I just
0: take the crutch away from you? then you'd be sleep crawling.
3: <laughs> she looks like yeah, you know, I don't know if that would be good or bad, but maybe I wouldn't go as far.
0: Well'll sit there, play with the beard,
3: click the beads from side to side. So, would would you mind terribly watching over me the next now? day or two? Yes, now. Do you have anything better to do?
0: Clamp goes to teeth.
3: <laughs>
0: um, um, I suppose we can watch, which he's not actually against, it's it, it just... <laughs> It's like the the hands are like needlessly kneading. So uh, uh, um, what
3: are you reading? It's like an old survey. Um, She hands it over. Kind of a a journal by uh, some, what what do the dwarves call them? Like artisans. Like a stonemason's journal. Someone whose job it was at one time in Scoria to go look for the perfect stone and rock to like build the perfect palaces out of. There's um a bit of a library further in, if if you're curious. Might help pass the time. The evil light comes on in his eyes.
0: Huh it just so happens. I need some maps and some survey information for a
3: side project I'm working with. Well well good. Good. I could use another pair of eyes. I I I'll I'll help out so long as I can keep them open. Sure. That that foul brew that Stonebones brings around, it puts me to sleep. Well,
0: maybe he needs to take some tips from our resident brewmaster.
3: Oh, not that kind of brew, but yeah.
0: <laughs> not the direction I thought Flint would go in, but if you're going to uh, uh, set a trap, it better to do it with honey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, here's the question. Do you say no to the lady and leave a task undone?
0: No. Actually, we're going to do two tasks. We're going to keep an eye on her, and I'm going to coerce her into helping me research, see if we can find any maps to that uh, hidden valley.
3: All right. Uh, that sounds totally viable. I, I may
0: not like the fact that I'm pulled away from one task to another, but at least I'm making progress
3: on something. So is this something that that uh, touches upon one of your ex- existing beliefs, or should we refine one of them?
0: It, it In a way... It does touch on the scouting of Scoria Deep and learn her secrets. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm wanting to find secret passages or unmarked tunnels and hidden ways. And a survey may be actually just the thing I'm looking for.
3: So maybe, maybe you should add, like, find the way to, what, what did we call it, the retreat? I,
0: I don't think we gave it a name, did we? Uh,
3: well, just, I, I called it like a retreat. Uh, oh yeah, is okay. or is it, like find a way to the hidden valley. Find this the way to the to hidden valley, or whatever you want to call it. Sure, yeah, the hidden retreat, hidden retreat. Yeah, as a like so, goal. So then you you have something you can you can earn you can earn some sure. for it. there is a belief
0: that's not a belief, but uh, Flint will actually try to be sweet, accommodating, and uh, chatting. I don't know if I would call it seduction because God, I don't want to roll a dice again. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, if you want, if you have an intent that is about a belief, then I'm, I'm obliged to make you roll. But if it, if it's not in your beliefs, then it's,
0: it's uh, not a belief, but it is a, a, Flint long-term, uh, goal to, to, uh, befriend Bruna. And all right. he, he's, well, saved her life, so that's one way we're we're heading towards that. But uh
3: could I use your oddly likable to get you in trouble here? I guess I'll have to wait till you're like dining with goblins or something. <laughs> I-, I can think of ways, but I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs> well it's gonna earn you fate, so
0: it it yeah. <laughs> If I'm tr- if I'm trying to uh, calmly, slowly, and take my time, and woo Bruna, oddly likable means someone else uh, draws a, f- a fancy to me. Oh, oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, probably not as uh, hair raising and as intense as you want, but it does really align with Flynn's current set of beliefs and instincts to help the lady and research.
3: I'm sure nothing will go wrong.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> so I'm just waiting I'm just waiting for the hold to be set on fire. Then we can ah. save books.
3: <laughs> well, the books. Well the fearsome machine is going out of the hold, hope, hopefully. So um I guess I guess we'll leave uh Flint and Bruna there for now and we'll we'll sure. get back to like testing stuff, researching further passages. Okay, so the construction of this magnificent war machine took yes. a, a day. Right? From, from mm-hmm. scavenging all the material to planning it out to putting it all together. I, I guess this is like the morning after the long night it took to like put in the final pieces and test it out and all that stuff.
2: And sealing up every freaking leak I could find.
3: <laughs> <laughs> as far as you know, you took every precaution and it's a magnificent mm-hmm. machine. Uh, what, was, what was the meaning of that name again that you gave it? the fiery bane of the great spiders <laughs> yes
2: yes the fiery bane of the great spiders Uban. so you're
3: done all that remains is really to like check in with the prince and see what the plan is and then you can put it to motion
2: when we when we do the test i mean we do that test in front of the prince so you can see that we you know we are ready oh yeah you did you did you know of goes constantly looking at the machine going did i forget something
3: <laughs> uh, let's go to the war room and put you there and the prince there and Roar. Let's go to the considerations for, for how to approach this.
2: Now, we don't have a proper map for the area, but other than what we've drawn from memory, I guess, right?
3: Well, there are some old maps of Scoria that the prince has. Phanus probably used cartography to fill in the bits he remembers, like in this section was uh, broken. And stuff like that. So it's been a whole day. So he he's had plenty of time to do that and other plans. So uh some considerations are: how many people are you bringing? Do you need like a, a specific team to move? It was fairly movable, I think. The machine itself yeah, yeah, was yeah. made so you could you could hook it up to some ropes and then lift it down over the over the, the That's why it's
2: got big wheels. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's got Did big you? wheels. Get them over it For operation, we're only going to have the two dwarves on for operations, but for moving, we probably will, you know, need a small team of dwarves
3: to move it along. If you don't want your apprentices to get in the yeah, the warriors,
2: (laughs) yeah, Um, be be the princess warriors to help move it because you know they're going to be there
3: anyway. We've established that Fandol has his own little retinue of axe bearers, uh, and we've established that Roar has about uh, fifty warriors. And the rest of the company are uh, dwarves, are like camp followers and people who fix shoes and and make sure you have food.
2: All busy laying claim to various portions of yeah. Scoria
3: as we speak. How would you like to distribute that? How how many people would you like to bring for this um
1: this excursion? We're going to be bringing the majority of the combatants because we want to make sure we stomp all these spiders.
3: By the majority, I guess you you could maybe ring out fifty fifty dwarves, axe bearers, and scouts. Some are away on scouting missions, and uh, I, I suspect you might want to leave a few in key positions around the the hold. Mm-hmm. There's not like an immediate threat f- from the humans to like do something stupid or
1: rash. We just impressed them with our.
3: You uh, did, our you did. Few. So it's so it's a little like. Do you feel like? You- can you trust them not to do something stupid, or like, would you leave, like to leave more people to to uh, hold the key positions? So that's a question.
0: Let let me throw out a question. Do any of the humans want to come along? Maybe they have a thing about these spiders. I'm getting to that.
3: Oh, I, sorry. But this is like this is like imagine the, the your little war room scene where where uh, you're considering this first before the crazy revelation stuff happens. If you're still on for like taking the majority, and and that seems like a good course, then that you'll have like fifty fifty folks, fifty actors.
1: Yeah. We got a nice combined arms thing going because we got the boar spears, we got armless, we got the fire bombs in yes. addition to all our axes. So point. I should look that up the fire bomb stuff just in case.
3: Probably not gonna play a super detailed role, but good to know what they do specifically mechanically. Okay, Ooh, that can be bad. Fun stuff. Okay, so I guess you're just like allocating who's coming with you with Roar. Uh, I guess he's he's standing there below, like the stone table with you, where you have the maps and and all that stuff and and uh, you know
1: with his fists on the table, going, "Well,
3: do you want me to come along or should I keep an eye out for treachery from the humans?
1: How do you feel about missing out on the action?
3: Not happy, but um, you never know what these blanky ones will. Well, I think maybe you cowed enough of them, but but uh, you never know. There was that guard commander or whatever it was. Might be up to some. I hope he left, but uh, we haven't heard from him or seen from him or seen him. I guess.
1: I think we're gonna need all we can to fight these spiders. Well, in that case,
3: I'll certainly go with. Okay. So, um, any any input for Wolfkill? Yeah,
2: he's looking at the map and he's remembering, you know, where the debris was. Well, we probably should lead with the with the war machine. Uh what is that uh, thing they that uh, old cuttlebird the uh the, the, the half beard used to say shock and awe? <laughs> we would definitely shock those damn eight legged freaks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's well, awesome. Should should work for most yes. of the way, except for the yeah. the the pieces where we have to carry it.
2: Also you probably need to use it first to get in there and at least clear out lot of the web webbing as we can with the fire. Many cause and I, I said I only got fifty gallons of dwarven fire in there, and based on the test with water, that's good for about oh five ten minutes of constant flame.
1: I'll spew it selectively. Controlled burst.
3: I do. We have a drum and bugle core? I'm sure someone from Brewer's Company can play the drum if you need to.
2: The sound the dwarven dr- drums down the down the tunnels. It's more, like, the
3: it's more like dwarven horns and dwarven songs. Like you, you probably have this uh, delightful roaring war war song that you can sing on the way down.
2: Well, then they hear us, such that that we put the fear of dwarves in them. We were playing fate. i mean I'm mean, trying to make, create the advantage of scared spiders.
3: We could use that as a linked test to whatever you might yeah. do later. Or just, I could just give you an advantage. It's far easier yeah. that way. Since it seems like you have your plan together, then nothing really remains but to, you know, gather the men and go do it. I guess we'll cut to you leaving the, um, quote unquote forbidden city portion of, of Scoria to, to, uh, go down and, and fetch the men and all that. Uh, when you do, you three and you're like walking down the steps into the rest of, Human controlled scoria. You're met by this sort of procession of, uh, about two score, 40 uh, humans. They look like they're warriors. They have, they have swords and, and axes and stuff, but they all look like, like maybe they're in the older segment. Maybe they're veterans or maybe they're a little older, too old maybe to serve as watchmen or something like that. And, uh, at the head of them is this bare chested individual with like long streaming black hair. He has, uh, uh like like the top of his head is bald uh and he's sort of painted his forehead and the top of his head in, in that red way that they like to do he approaches and um just simply says um, prince vandral a moment
1: yes we're uh kind of busy it uh, not take long
3: this will not take long at all we would like to join you in oh you're like beckoning like uh join you how or yes. <laughs> we've seen the effigy we've seen the fire we want to take part in it.
1: You know, we're going to
3: battle a nest of giant spiders. Slaying with fire and steel is holiness, and and like the the whole like group of them, you know, sort of begin to murmur either in prayer or in in um, uh, agreement with his statement. Is this the? Uh, and he points to Ulfkel, is This the um, artificer we heard about. Yes. Uh, I'm a brewer, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the prince says, yes. You say, I'm a brewer. <laughs> I brew many things. You have the serpent's touch. We will follow you. And of course, the prince, and he makes a sort of inclination of his head to impart respect.
2: Lean over to the prince and say, perhaps they've lost a few folks to the spiders too, my liege. Perhaps. We could use them as a the front troops for- if you. They're,
3: they're like if you want a more uh, specific description, like they're a little older. Almost none of them have actual armor. Some of them, are like the man in front, like the leader, are are uh, like they've stripped down to the waist. Uh, they have like splashes of red paint on them, and like I said, like they're they're a little older, so they don't seem to be like the cream of the crop or something like that.
1: Are you and your people willing to accept that this is very dangerous and? Some of you may not be coming back.
3: Ah, uh, this we are aware of. None of us here are wived. None of us have families. It does not matter. Anyway, it is more holy to die in battle than to while away in idleness in this hold.
1: If you join us, you must agree to follow my
3: orders. Um he looks back to the rest of them. He goes, It's disagreeable. And and they all go give a sort of boot. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's chat suicide squad not quite but not 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 altogether wrong you know they they all give assent and he he does a deeper um sort of inclination of his head and his, he says um, this is agreeable to me as well my name is tarsomon and he like slaps his breast
1: tarsomon
3: tarsomon yes t a r s o m o n
1: For the ones keeping track of spelling. Well, Roar and myself will uh, discuss how best to integrate your men into our plans. We expect nothing less. And Roar is looking a bit
3: like uh, uh, more of these people, right? But um, but he is deferring to you. Uh, Oh, actually, he leans in and goes, Should we let them
1: lead, maybe? We need to use them in a way we're not dependent on them. If they can help us, it'll be a bonus, but... They don't seem to care
3: whether they live or die. Stick them in the van. The spiders can eat them first, and then we burn the rest of them.
1: Eh, I don't know if that's the most effective use, and they might get in the way, then.
3: Very well. Um, if you have a different plan.
1: Yes, well, we can probably use them as uh, insurance that we, you know, we don't get any spiders sneaking around us and flanking us.
3: You You want them behind us, and he looks
1: like... Really? I'm not sure. sure I trust that much. I'll we'll more use them to the sides and to keep in uh, areas where that we don't want to have any spiders getting around. To the oh, I could
3: live with that. I could live with that. Flanking. Good, 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 good. Either way, they die first.
1: I'm happy. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll mainly keep to, to our plan that we... This is going to work without them, so if, if they can provide us a little bonus, then that's good. Alright then, when you're doing this whole
3: thing, uh, several of, uh, these older uh, fighters have gathered around Ulfkel, uh, mm-hmm. and they're reaching out toward him, like with their fingers, not quite touching, and then like, it's a, it's like they're taking something from you, and then they're like letting it go in front of their faces, like they're taking something and releasing it onto themselves, <laughs> <with> their forehead.
2: Ulfkel <laughs> <laughs> Oof, raises his arm and takes a sniff. Mm-hmm, not that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a beer. Like it's, it's probably a, a weird experience like um um uh, can I help you? <laughs> they they just, you know, incline their heads as if, you know, they're they're affording you respect and then they sort of melt back into the rest of uh, their throng.
2: I look around and I see if my layabout apprentice and up at the fellow brewer are, are busy at the machine
3: or not. Oh, of course, yes. If you Keep on going the the way you were going, then uh, you, mm-hmm. you know you'll reach the launch. And there's probably
2: there's probably a crowd of these red painted humans around it too, isn't there?
3: <laughs> yeah, but more more in the sense of like they're looking on, seeing what you're what you're about to do, because it's you know yeah. maybe, maybe there's more fire. Who knows?
2: Try to them, you know, and make it look scary. So I have no idea how they're making it look scary. Well, besides the fact it burns fire. You I think know. it
3: looks pretty scary already. Maybe, uh, black iron plates and, and the wagon and the whole dragon head. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I can see them. I can see them getting some of that red paint from the humans and painting various things on the side. God knows what it looks like.
3: Let's move on. I mean, I think you have your little battle plan. I think you have Mm -hmm. um, uh, Mm -hmm. various Mm -hmm. bonuses knocked out, uh, and you have your your fellow humans. I guess you start on your way.
2: Do we have like a big presentation first before we get off, or we just get up and get going? I mean, we are going to beard the, the, the spiders in their den and, you know, score something. Do we actually do a speech beforehand? Does the prince do a speech beforehand to the assembled crowd?
3: Uh, I mean, it depends. Do you, do you want a scene like that where you're you're setting the company in motion and,
1: and laying down what you're about to do? Is it necessary? I don't know whether it's necessary for a big speech. But, you know, we're going to take another step towards cleansing Scoria of fell monsters that have taken it over. <laughs> it's is, is good that the flint isn't here. <laughs> this will be another chapter in the great book of our deeds here.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, the humans look grimly on. The dwarves give an eye in response, of course.
2: Oh, I can imagine Murtaugh just ch- to suck up the, to uh and say, And we're, we we got the Spider-Breaker of Marl with us, too! <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ethelbald is grumbling beside you, but...
2: Yeah, I knew the job was dangerous when you took it, lad. Yeah, he waves. Maybe that
3: wasn't why he was, it was grumbling. <laughs> I, I don't think this is part of the brewer's resume. <laughs> <laughs> you want to brew? We need to get the breweries clean. <laughs> All right, so your, your war machine, in the greater, broader sense, not just the machine, uh, begin to mm-hmm. roll down the tunnels, and I guess you strike up that. The drums and the horns and the loud singing echo down the tunnels, makes it sound like there's a whole army on the way, depending on which period of history you are speaking about. It certainly is an army.
2: And with the humans, we actually have more help now getting around some of the bigger piles of debris and clearing them out or hauling this thing over it. Um, It's
3: it's helpful sometimes because they're taller, so when you reach a point that you may have had to use several dwarves or ropes to to securely move the, the machine...
2: We probably brought lots of extra planks to the light. We're building temporary bridges with the
1: planks. Got a few of our uh, engineer corps working on the road here.
2: <laughs> hey, that makes it's for y- happy dwarves. Yeah. Of course, Oof kills on top, yelling, like, Don't give it too much, it might slosh over
3: farther down you get, uh, or away, rather, toward the, the breweries, uh, the more spirited uh, the humans seem to get. And um, Tarsoman approaches the prince. He says, I'm, I'm glad you let us come with. This is surely the serpent's hour. Well, I hope it will be our hour, and not the spiders. Certainly not. I, I understand you slew Lord Ram with your own hands.
1: Yes, he made it necessary
3: this I don't doubt. Perhaps perhaps Ram was not the gloried prophet he seemed. Perhaps he was a lesser one meant to guide us here to the deeps of the mountains to you and he looks like when he says that he sort of has this this intent look of the war machine.
1: Mm -hmm. I would say the, the mountain and the humans have not gotten along well together. I cannot speak against you. We have not fared well but so it is when
3: one follows a um, lesser prophet. You have made a pact with the lady, I understand.
1: Yes, we have an agreement.
3: I will warn you that she is not not in the serpent's favor. She does not know holiness. I would not trust her word. Hmm. She was Brahm's um, weakness, certainly. And I think she is unworthy of her newfound station.
1: Well, as your people go to make their way on the surface, I'm sure you will find appropriate leadership. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see, it says. I would hope you do not come into conflicts here in Scoria.
3: It remains to be seen whether the serpent takes us now or later. For now, I am... We are
1: under your command. I'm sure we will have a glorious success here against the spiders. he grunts and nods
3: (laughs) if you're satisfied then then, then he has nothing else to say so um, you know you
1: continue down your way other than kind of thinking maybe Roar's right I should put that guy up front (laughs)
2: there
3: is still time
1: Okay. So I
2: figure when we get get within, like, uh, I'd say a minute or so of breaching the, the the area again, uh, that's when uh, Oafkel says, light the pilot!
1: <laughs> All right. So
3: um, I'm, I'm going to go back to you. When we do, we're going to get into, like, the whole assault thing. In the meantime, though, uh, let's see what's going on in the Rock Hewers Hall. So I guess this is, like, roughly at the same time. So... Flint, yes, the you, devious dog. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've been spending a couple of hours there. And, uh, yeah, Stonebones can easily point out, like, oh, you go through that hall uh, there, and into there's a repository with um, tablets and books and scrolls. Well,
0: Flint, be it, being the dutiful monomaniac that he is, will go pouring through te- texts and that. Uh, Tap up uh, Bruna's previous experience uh, with the library as to what she's already looked at. Has she heard about any hidden ret- retreats that the Goddardams, man mentioned? Any uh, survey maps that were done relatively recently a- and the like? Mm. And yeah. I imagine this is going to put Bruna into a coma. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, let's see, if, let's see if you can find some worth, worthwhile information, shall we? Sure. I've already had my bad
0: roll for today. I can't have any more.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Optimism. I like it. This would be an OB3 test, research test, uh, to get some worthwhile information out of, out of stuff. Okay. Well, looks like uh, I have. Uh... But, but, but I'm going to give you an advantage, Die, because uh, you have the right tools, right? You have survey reports, and it's about you know stone deposits and where to find paths.
0: Yeah, well, I've also got a Bruna, so...
3: Yes, you uh, do. Yes, you do. I was, I was just holding on to see if you had some other ideas for for forks and other...
0: Well, since I'm opening, or I'm in the process of opening research, I can't fork anything, right?
3: Oh, true. That's true. So I uh, imagine it's
0: perception plus advantages and ob3.
3: Since it's beginner's luck, it's actually ob6, but it counts as an ob3 for for <laughs> advancement purposes. So it's another take toward opening research. Well, that we'll
0: have to do. And who knows? Maybe it might get explodey or something. Mm-hmm. We're looking six dice
3: with six successes. Uh Well, you get one from <laughs> Bruna. She she can help out with her perception, okay. her unskilled perception. Yay! It's a little different from actually being out there scouting, but, you know. <laughs> well,
0: it's, it's scouting, but you're, you're just scouting through someone else's observations. Yeah, yeah. So that gives me seven versus six. Yes. We can do, we can do this. Come on. I, I haven't had a pack of sixes and eights Would ages. you like to spend any art,
3: um, up front? Crap. You know, I would. If you <laughs> succeed, obviously, you know, you're going to find a path to the point you want, right? If you don't succeed, you're still going to find a path. <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> you know what? we're going to dump three three persona into this cuz uh he's going to get distracted from his mission with the spiders to uh his mission for finding the goddamn crest so he gets lost in time and even motivates bruno with uh, uh his stories and the things that he's looking for and just <laughs> tries to make it infectious so that'll get me up to 10 versus an obstacle 6 this might be doable hmm. Survey says. Jeez, nice. Louise. Okay, so what can I spend fate on, if anything?
3: Uh You can spend one fate to open the six, and if you're very lucky, it will it will roll twice. <laughs> it, will, it will roll over twice.
0: What's us I got one, two, three successes. Right. Oh, hey, it's a half percent chance. Why not uh, throw some fate at it? There's one six.
3: And we're yeah. holding our yeah.
0: breath. <laughs> well, I don't want to roll a d sixteen. There's a second six, so that's that's five. Yeah. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> Missed so. by one. That should that should be my new instinct. <laughs> Missed it
1: by that much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so confusing. It's just like they, 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 it's like the they are we even.
3: Fucking dwarfish here. <laughs> like I said, you still find a path. It, yes, uh, and you believe it to be a, per- a viable path, right? You, you have uh, at least two survey reports that point to it uh, being traversable uh, and having certain good spots for for stone deposits that are useful. This this takes an extra hour, maybe or two. Like by the time you find like the second corroborating report. Bruna's nodding off in her cot. Like I, I imagine her, her lap is just full of scrolls and tablets and, and books that you've been going through, and she's been, you know, double checking.
0: We'll quietly walk over, pluck the scrolls off, set them aside, get, get some rest. You need to recover.
3: Yeah, uh, you know, she's just mumbling and and going to sleep. <laughs>
0: Fine, fine, fine. What's I imagine
3: like, like, uh, Stonebones has been by a couple of times with a beer, a meal, stuff like that. So so you've had...
0: So you're saying he's got a uh, better bedside manner than uh, Slate
3: does. Well, I'll let Slate answer that. <laughs> oh, do, oh, I, I think you mean that he didn't come by and try to extort you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've got my eye on Slate. <laughs>
0: Just a little too silver-tongued. It reminds me a bit of the prince.
3: Hold on, silver-tongued slate. Are we talking about the same person?
0: <laughs> well, the, the, the difference is one is successful and the other is not. Mm, fair but, enough. but 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 the, but they use the same tools.
3: Well, slates' per- means of persuasion are a little more crude than the princess. The princess is more cagey, right? Because <laughs> it's persuasion and not coarse persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> there are no elbows and winks. <laughs> yeah, but in a hundred years,
0: uh, yeah, I, I I could see Slate you know, talking the, you know, the shirt off your back. Oh,
3: that's quite possible. And then extorting it back. <laughs> hey, I've got a shirt for sale. Is
0: it cold in here?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you, you, you see to Bruna and what, as you do, you know, you're easing her back into the cot. You, you can see Scully from across the room giving you the evil eye and like you can hear a low growl
0: well, oh so thou will get a distressed look from uh <laughs> flint because he's oddly likable no mm-hmm. one should be growling at him <laughs>
3: <laughs> well it's been like five-ish days since five or six days since you were uh since he was in that fire and nearly yeah, and died
0: I, and i wasn't even there
3: so. no indeed back at him. says, who pissed in your beer? (laughs) (laughs) He he gives you an extra evil eye look, like an extra long (laughs) stare, and then he laboriously turns over. (laughs) Giving you the back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The evil eye from the back of his head. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we'll set up a watch and make sure Bruna doesn't wander off.
3: Right. So Stonewalls comes by and, and uh, says, well, uh, it, it's good to have an extra uh, extra pair of eyes. I, I'm uh, I'm not sure where she went, but she came half crawling in here the other, the other night. I was just going to ask you, wait, where does a sleepwalker go when they're sleeping? Well, well, I wish I could tell you, but I have not studied sleepwalking quite oh. intensely. Not as intensely as Drenchfoot and other... And other violent maladies.
0: Given the nature of the prince, probably expertise with violent maladies is, is what is needed. But, uh, give me a nudge if I
3: nod off, but I'm going to keep an eye on her. Good, good. Um, I will be over there and, um, yeah, just haul her if she starts to crawl out and you need help. Right. So, uh, cutting back to our assault plan. So you're approaching. You're approaching the the big cavern now. Uh, you're making it down uh, the last few debris-filled stretches uh, of the, the river or stream. By this time, passing the point, the fissure where you where you made your stand previously. I guess Oskar is lighting the um, the pilot. Yeah, the pilot, pilot. light. Yeah. Yes, and, and and people are starting to really like focus on what their you know their positions and so forth. Uh, does any one of you have observation? Oskar does. He does. Cool. Yep. At B4,
2: I'm in the front, so yeah, I guess I get the. Main That's help, true. That's true. I...
3: So let's have you test observation. So have you test against an OB of five? You can get help from from your uh, fellow brewers. Okay. Uh, so. And I'll give you an extra die for the humans who are nearby. So a total of two extra dice. Three? You have both, you're both, yes. <laughs> you're both Aethelbald and, and Murtaugh to like keep a lookout, and the humans, so that's three extra. So it gives
2: me seven dice then. Yes. I'm not going to spend anything on it right now.
3: It's chilly down here and eerily quiet. You can see the glitter of the, the, the web-covered breweries in the, in the distance. Oh
2: my god, six successes.
3: Well, would you? You're (laughs) welcome. I didn't didn't take all of yours. (laughs) So uh, as you make your way down, you start to notice, like uh, like one of you, the humans sort of uh, stumbles over something, uh, kind of like a uh, a hole in the in the ground, right? That is a little like more shadowy. Than the rest of the cave, you may be like a clumsy human, and then you know you begin to look around and you begin to see more of these sort of it's, it's not like quite like potholes, but but when the ground is uneven and deeper, there's a deeper darkness there, and you begin to see that on the walls as well.
2: That's where I come to stop and look around, and,
3: and then you see I, there's there's sort of a glitter in in that deep darkness as of eyes.
2: I, I I put my hand out and sort of signal firebomb, firebomb and i pointed one of the the, the, sh- the shadowy areas firebomb
3: to one of your fellows or whoever the, near, whoever the nearest tax
1: bearer firebomb
3: well let's uh, have how do you do a stealthy test if you want to do this without alerting any any of the watchers
2: okay. i don't have stealth it's my speed
3: 4 4 the obstacle is going to be 2 uh, it's going to be a a routine Right, test. So it's yeah. gonna work toward opening stealthy. Which is, yeah. of course, is double to four.
2: Uh, again, I'm not gonna burn anything on this in terms of.
3: Uh, you, you'll get one helping die from the axe bear with the firebomb. Two successes, but there's
2: a six. I'll burn a fate point and reroll that six. Nope, nope. Uh, I'm as about well as obvious as a, uh, as a guy painted bright neon orange on a freeway.
3: As you begin to sign for, sign and, and whisper for, firebombs there's a skittering in the in the deep of uh, the, the hollows several dog-sized spiders that look like they're kind of um they have this sort of rust red coloring to them they're not terribly mm-hmm. hairy but they have these four white dots on their thorax the, the big back portion of their body and they uh leap out of um the darkness and in among you <laughs> Uh, not all at once, obviously. Some are very far away. Suddenly, I don't know where everyone in the company are. Like, oh, spiders, trapdoor spiders, waiting, devious little things. Yeah, you get a closer look on one of them, and it's like it's as if it jumped out of. It's as if it jumped out of uh, the hollow and brought with it like a covering, as if the hole was covered in web, which mm. was making the whole darkness happen so when it's leaping out the darkness is sort of dispersed and there's this like uh, veil of, of webbing hanging off the, the spider when it you know, comes out
2: Moving here is going to be interesting now, because we have all these holes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, so a couple of, um, of the humans are bit and wrestled by these spiders. Mm-hmm. There's one uh, scrambling up on top of the war machine.
2: Wolfgill's got his hammer ready, so that is one of my traits. Always have my weapons ready.
3: Yeah, yeah, you, you are in amongst some some uh, sneaky spiders, and getting past them will require some kind of um, violence fun. So, um what do you want to do, guys?
1: Well,
3: or violence on the front, depending
1: on how it goes. We're expecting spiders, so this is where we start the killing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, the humans are already, uh, you know, at at it, trying to get the uh, the few that are um, among them because they're the outermost.
1: We've got arbalists to cut down ones that are coming at us. Right. We got guys with the boar spears that can hold up any charging ones, and and we got the Guys with the shields and axes to chop down the ones that get up close. And don't forget the firebombs. And we've got firebombs that that they can throw in if we got a nice...
3: They're a little close for firebombs, these ones anyway. But but you certainly have all the other advantages and options. And you have the one on the war machine to deal with, maybe. But maybe that's an overkill issue.
2: Yeah, I, I yelled. Don't shoot at the fire- at the war machine with an <laughs> arbalest. <laughs>
3: <laughs> one of the scouts lowers the arbalest instead.
1: <laughs> Fires at someone else. Stick a torch in his face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fireball! I got, my, I got my hammer. I got my hammer, so I'm going to probably hammer at it.
3: So I, I guess we'll handle old kills situation in a, in a more of a micro test, and then we'll we'll carry the bigger situation in in. A sort of vandal strategy fashion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let, let's start with Old Kelly. You, you have that um, spider on top of the uh, the machine. It's crawling over the dragon's head. Mm. Um, sort over of perched, the dragon's head. Perched, perched atop it now, and it's sort of hissing and clicking, and you know, as it's making its way forward. But it, you know, you still have a good bit. You Ooh. you could throw something at it if you like it. Uh,
2: there's also the release valve for the thing, I wonder if I could trigger it so it blows the fumes in its face. All right. And try to drive it off. Oh, gee, what what skill would that be? Sounds like war war engineer. Try to drive it off. At least push it back to where it's in front of the dragon's mouth, and we'll find out how well the dragon's mouth works now.
3: Here's something you can't do. (laughs) Technology!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, first, I want to know how hard this is. I guess it's as hard as pulling
3: a lever? No, no, in terms of obstacle... Whether I Well I'm I'm trying to judge be, what this, you're doing first so I can determine the obstacle.
2: And because of the learning skill, I can't fork anything at the end, so it's gotta be
3: straight. But so I think straight. technically you're using it in an unorthodox fashion, so maybe it's rather a speed test. Oh uh, To to time it, yeah. right? To time the I release.
2: Okay, yeah. B four. Yeah, just right. The spray, you spray bacon flavored fumes in its face.
3: <laughs> so let, let's do a versus speed test. And if you succeed, you re- pour the, very the release fumes on it, and you know, it's going to fall off and, and, and screech. be bubbled and burned. Let's see.
2: Of course, little bastard's faster than I am, isn't it?
3: And speed is B6. You are right. It's very speedy. I have four persona. If you fail, it's going to reach uh, you and start to like grapple with you
2: yeah then that's when I pull the hammer out and start bashing on it then we'll try this we'll see maybe
3: maybe you will roll bad and roll good it's quite possible yeah maybe, G- maybe given the that. the roll so far although you may have gotten a very good roll there so
2: ah uh, yeah one against oh, your two two successes
3: do you have any successes no no
2: nope. you reach I reach uh, for the little, i got a string tied to it so I can pop it so oh okay cool Manually...
3: So you maybe, you maybe do that whole, like, you brace uh, the cord around your, your arm and you, you, you pull and you just miss it. It it spurts out hot. What, what, hot fumes? Is that what it is?
2: Yeah, it'd be hot, hot, greasy fumes. Is there a tin whistle attached to it or is that just, you know? No, I haven't done that yet. No, no, no. (laughs) Besides, it would gum up with the grease after a while.
3: (laughs) All right. So, um, you just miss it and it leaps for you. Uh, you, other hand you're suddenly entangled <laughs> in like eight legs and, and uh, parts uh, grabbing for you. I see you motivated it to get off of your machine. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, let, let's factor stuff for, for Pandrel. Like, um, yes. there, there isn't a whole lot of these spiders. There are maybe 12 of them. So you have a, a large numbers advantage and you have uh, a lot of the equipment necessary to, you know, stomp on them. They're not huge. So you, they don't have like any advantage in that area. Their advantage was you didn't know they were there and now you do. So it's so really, does. it's really like, it's, it's their little like strategy. Uh, actually, not their strategy, but someone else's strategy of uh, b6 versus yours. And you could you can work in any number of ad. You have armor, uh, you have good weapons against armor, uh, you have extra people. There are three advantage dice right there. Anything else you can think of? Firebombs are out because they're among you, right?
1: Just thinking about uh, how I want to deploy my, my Arda.
3: If you succeed, you're going to you know take them down in no time. If you don't succeed, uh, you're going to be distracted enough for stage two of their little stratagem to f- come into effect while you're still fighting.
1: Fork in command? Oh, yeah. Organize and bark at people to get in the right spot. Throw some persona. I just realized I shortchanged
3: you guys. I'm, I'm going to take a die off them. Because I think they were expecting something more dangerous and scary with your whole, like, making noise scheme. So you're up against five dice.
1: And it will be a surprise because we'll be even more dangerous and scary than they expected. <laughs>
3: yeah, they have no idea what the the wagon is.
1: Yeah, we'll throw a Persona in there to go to ten die. Okay, uh, I guess I'll roll first.
3: Not fifty-six.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're all helping each other. I'm sorry. Let me let me redo that. This is the real test. Okay, two successes. <laughs> well,
1: there's four. Yeah. All right, so one six if I need it.
3: Ah, uh, you don't. As per the stakes, you 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 know bark out the orders. You need to bark out the ax bears and scouts are on top of it. The humans are hewing like crazy. Um, even though. Like three of them are um, sort of on the ground, rolling around, uh, foaming at the mouth, and they have like these big gouge marks in their necks or like on their torsos. These are the ones that had like no armor.
1: Stupid humans.
3: <laughs> okay, so let's let's do um, old Kells' thing here real quick. So. It's right yeah. in your face, the spider, and, and it's, it's mandible. Trying to like, bite. Him. Yeah, it's, yeah. they're just moving back and forth and trying to tag you, and they're sort of dripping with this greenish, sickly goo. If I can get my feet underneath uh,
2: on its thorax, I'm using my brawling cuz try to kick it off the wagon so it lands amongst the so- amongst the warriors and they can finish it off.
3: Oh, you have brawling. Hey, cool.
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, do I have anything else that give me a help in that? Okay, no problem. Probably not. Unless I unless I can he- use my hammer as a as a, as an extra lever to get out.
3: Yeah, sure. I'll give you an advantage die for the hammer for, for like, holding it off.
2: Getting my feet underneath it so I can kick it out. So that would be
3: 4d6. Okay. You're at yeah. equal dice. Mm. Let me make sure that I don't roll 45d6 roll at stake. Here we go. Uh, uh,
2: no, I think I'll, I'm not, I'll be able to take what I got. So yeah, see so okay. my Persona
3: later doom Haha, okay you succeed three <laughs> yes you manage managed to, to to wrench it away and you kick it out down among the um, the fighters right with a yell incoming <laughs> <laughs> there's a trail of like sali- spidery saliva as as it's flying off and down into the in amongst them with its legs yeah. uh spasming and-
2: and it lands in the worst position for a spider on its back.
1: Stick <laughs> <laughs> yeah. an axe in it.
3: <laughs> I, I think Cuthred, the uh, axe bearer with the bug eyes, you know, he just walks up and, and stomps on it. Just goop. <laughs> All over like lifts his boot and it's like mm-hmm. all these strands of, of, of spider innards stuck to it custard <laughs> yes so having not even deployed the uh, war machine yet or war engine you you plow through the the initial little assault and you can see in the distance that more spiders are appearing in the, the webbing around the breweries clearly uh, at a disadvantage they, they they were probably holding on for you to get closer. Before this whole thing came to pass, do so you have a moment to like uh, make up any new possible strategies that you would like to do?
1: I tell the humans to make sure to stick a spear or sword in any of those holes to make sure nothing comes out of them
3: all right they they you know start to poke them, but it appears that uh, once the spiders were out, it's just a regular like hollow with uh, the edge of the hollow or the hole is like has these remnants of uh, webbing we've got them all then yeah. And oh, and the humans—they're just leaving their comrades to like roll and toss and and choke, not even looking back.
2: Be honest, there's not much we can do for them. That's Slate's job. <laughs> Sadly, Slate is away.
0: <laughs> well, that doesn't that mean it can't, can't happen uh, in a flashback. That might that make, or some, the might make some friends.
3: But he's busy searching for his family stuff, right? Remember
0: oh yeah. I, I thought uh, sleep was in the in the retinue in the in the back of the company, oh no, yeah, okay, no. my bad he snuck uh, off I the mean,
3: tie you may you might remember,
0: sorry, yep. poor humans, I tried
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: advance
1: hold your position, what do you do so we're getting the, our engine in position or you'll be able to start blasting the webbings, we got the the guys with the boar spears set up so that if there are any spiders come charging us, you know, they'll be able to hold them off. We got the arbalists all loaded up, ready to start firing. Excellent. That sounds like a strategy roll, doesn't it? it. <laughs> sure, it <dwells.
3: laughs> C- certainly does. Yeah. As you're setting up, as you're moving toward it and, 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 you know, uh, working out the dwarven linked formations and, uh, you know, the humans are, are, um, covering you, you from the outside. And
1: from, we're from, making from- sure, you know, we keep an eye oh. up as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The,
3: it's just a glitter. There, there are no like dark spots or anything like that there. a the glitter from the, um, the mineral deposits in the ceiling. You can see in the breweries that, that more spiders are, are crawling out of it and up through tunneling and such. It's almost like, you know, when you poke, it's not quite when, like when you poke a, uh, like a spider egg. You know, and there are thousands of these little critters that creep out. It's not quite like that, but it's a bit like you know, someone stirred it, and yeah, a whole horde of these middling-sized spiders, but somewhere between uh, between dog and dwarf-sized, uh, darker sh- shade, and you know, they're crawling out and uh, hurling these webs at you. It's a bit like Spider-Man, right? They're they're hurling these strands at you, and when they hit someone. Maybe they don't. So let, let's do the. Let's do the. Um, like they're hurling these things at you. They're
1: starting to get that close. Then let's light them up, Ofkel, and we'll a- have the, the arbalist firing at them, and maybe a few. Uh... Bombs, if I was I was hoping
2: that so it would make a strategy roll so I can get a helping die because it's it is a learning skill and the only way I can get a helping die is if my you know my prince were to make sure we had the strategy set right.
3: <laughs> that is interesting. I was I was thinking you would do a linked test so you would ah. advantage just to phantrel's strategy because you have um that engine. So it was-
2: Okay, so, so his previous strategy role would still counter with it No no, houses?
3: no, I, I was thinking like this is a this is a, a separate small engagement or big <laughs> depending on how it gets, how it goes. Mm-hmm. We'd start with a war engine test. And if it goes really well, then, then you add a bunch mm-hmm. of so I'm cranking up and laying down a wall of fire. This is a combination with the odd fire bomb and arbalist bolts and and uh, you mm-hmm. know 4 spear poking. This is more like me like fake <laughs> creating an advantage. kind so, of what, what you're to... doing yeah we're we're linking your war ma- war engine test to Fandral's strategy and and we'll see how it goes. yeah.
2: am I getting any helping dice from the guys tossing fire bombs or anything like that or... to operate the war machine? No.
3: But I think you're, you're getting help from both well, Murtaugh and um, Aethelbald. Well, like I said, meeting up in the war
2: machine is more like both, yes, operating it, but also using it effectively. Yeah. Using it effectively is to get the, with that wall of fire out there.
3: Yeah, but they're not actually yeah. there. Do, you're doing the machinery for you. Yeah, I, might, I, might, so. I might give you an advantage die for having other dwarves around you. I can do that.
2: All right. So I give me 7d6. And what am I going against?
3: I'd say it's not too hard to like just operate it, like point it in the right direction and work the mechanism. I'd maybe even call that like an ob two. Now remember with ob one, but you're sort of uh, working with moving targets.
2: And remember, it's not perfect. So I hate to make it even harder for myself, but it's not perfect. So wouldn't that be another ob on top of that? Oh
3: no, no, no! It's just uh, that's more for you know whether or not you fail or not. So,
2: how it fails? If I fail, does it fail spectacularly in me taking out the front rank of the art of us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think I'll spend a persona on this one. So, I think it, that is eight. probably a
3: good idea. Yes. So, so you have you have three advantage eyes, uh, two from two from your apprentices, and one for having uh, support.
2: Oh, so that puts me at nine plus when I spend, so it puts me at ten. Ten d d six.
3: Ten again against uh, four. And you, you, seven you succeed in oh excellent okay so you you give effective backup or or support to uh fandral's other strategic objectives and that would be a routine winner. uh all before against you don't count the arta but you do count the bonuses from from helping so uh yeah it would be
2: routine i lay down a wall of bacon smelling fire <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay so you, you get an extra bonus there, Vandral. Uh, you don't have a numbers advantage anymore, but of course you have a war machine, so that's a, a big boon. So it's still three extra um, tactics die, dice. I'm going to spend two of two of their persona to bump their strategy up to seven. See how that goes. Any Anything else you want to work in before we go to the test? Right, fork in
1: command again. Sure. This time we'll spend... How lucky do I feel now? Not very... <laughs> we'll go with the three percent. Cool. Okay, so seven extra
3: dice for you. Boom for them. Five successes.
1: Ooh. Though.
3: Would you like to? Uh, you had a plan, so would you like to?
1: Yeah, I can use my call-on trade here. Yes. Um, how many traders? One, two, three. Four. Nine traders. Nine. Oh yeah. There's seven successes with some sixes. If I can use it, if I need to use them.
3: Um, hold on to those. Let me open. Let me spend one other. Few fate to see if there six opens, otherwise you're in the lead right otherwise you're gonna you're gonna get through these way without problems, and that is a no, so uh you don't need to spend anything you just um with co- in combination with you know the the fire bombs and oldkill's <laughs> fire spitting war engines and all the other stuff uh you make it without any trouble to the the walls of the fortified breweries you burn away some of the webbing around the um uh around the entrance, the gate. And uh while you're doing this and you know uh our are are picking off spiders uh above you and they're you know falling down and um they're hurling these uh strands at you. They you know they're plucking out a human here, a human there. Uh when when the strand hits someone Uh, It's almost like a bungee cord, so it sort of yanks them away from your ranks. So, uh, you know, there are a few people going, ah! as You know, their weapons clatter down to the the ground and they're drawn up into the webbing and and, uh, pulled inside. But uh, you you take almost no casualties, just a few people, just a few of the humans. All the doors are fine. Everybody should be prepared, you know, if you get hit by one of those,
1: cut that strand quick.
3: (laughs) So while this all this exciting stuff is happening, you know, we're gonna cut back to the um uh the stone cutters hall, stone hewers hall. <laughs> the not so exciting stuff. Well, you never know. So <laughs> So Flint, you've been poring over texts for a while and and you know, now it's getting kinda boring. It's very quiet in here. Yeah, how about you give me how about you give me an ob three fort test to stay awake? Let's see. Fort is a five. We can do this.
0: Sure, but we'll just make that
3: straight up test. I don't think we need to burn any persona on this. No. Well, that's up to you. I shouldn't. Oh wow. Let's see. One, two, three. You have it.
0: I actually made it. No worries. You've
3: you've 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 spent some time scouting and sitting on rocks and waiting for shit to happen. So okay. It's so it's not that new. R- routines do nothing for no. For, no. Okay. Nothing for stats. I guess you're you're you, you maybe going over some of your your uh, charts. You know, maybe making some notes of your own, so Mm -hmm. you don't have to carry a library with you. Um, Would be good. And in the midst of this, Bruna starts to mumble in her sleep and toss right and left.
0: Well, if she's going to stay put, then we'll then not much to worry about that. But if she's mumbling anything interesting, like she's talking to the arc, that's that
3: would be interesting. She might be talking, but it's not something that that seems to be intelligent. He'll just mumble. Go back to sleep. Get some rest. It's getting like she's, she's almost rolling off the cot.
0: Under her own power? Uh, uh, I mean... Yeah.
3: It's like something's going on in her dream or whatever.
0: We'll reach over, put a hand on her head saying, where do
3: you think you're going? <laughs> <laughs> Just push her back down. All right. It takes a little work, but you you know you manage to settle her and make sure she's not like about to roll off or go anywhere. Whatever she was experiencing, whether she was, she was dreaming or going through, it seems to subside. And then you hear a thump over from from Scully's side of the of the, of the hall, right? And there's a strange groan that comes out of him, and it, it has this undercurrent of something that is not him. Ooh! It's almost like he has two voices, and one is a little lower than the other.
0: You know, I think we might want to check on him as well, but this time we'll make sure the axe is handy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, so you wander over with your axe out. I guess it's that it's that sort of uh, frog perspective camera from from Army of Darkness, where where <laughs> he's sort of very near the camera and it's like rrr, 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 groaning and and he's pretty still.
0: What's the matter, old man?
3: <laughs> he's almost face down, so you'll have to like turn him over if you want to do anything. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I read that story. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You can kick his boot. I don't know. It's, it's. You're free to do what you want.
0: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the boot kicking actually sounds a lot safer. So, so, so we'll, we'll give the boot a j just, just more of a a, a nudge kick than a, uh, yeah, like I'm I'm going to break your toes kind of kick. You're a little too restless.
3: <laughs> is that? This is so weird. I don't
0: know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> His bedside manner is not something he practices.
3: Indeed, indeed, uh, you get you can hear this long snore from over where uh, Stonebones has fallen asleep at his makeshift desk.
0: Thank you for the help.
3: <laughs> we'll talk to everybody. <laughs> there, there's a, a kind of spasm in in Schole, and you remember he's still sort of he he's not quite as bandaged up as he used to be, but he's still. I mean, his almost his entire head is. Covered, uh, and his arms and hands, and, and like I said, he, he sort of starts to spasm. It subsides, and then he spasms again. And again, there's that sort of two, tooth- some voice quality to, to his grunts.
0: Well, um, uh, 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 I guess we'll set down our axe and we'll, uh, hold down his arms so he doesn't flail about and, and rip his bandages off or anything like that. Scully, what's the matter with you? Ooh, appropriate picture. Thank you,
3: John. <laughs> All right. Oh, for, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> for those of us who don't have already, who don't have the chat readily available, Scully, uh spasms once in your sort of grasp when you're you're holding on to him, and then you know his eyes shoot open and his mouth falls open, and it's that it's that scene from Fellowship of the Ring when in in uh, Rivendell when Bilbo is about to take the ring from Frodo, and he has that moment where he's turning into Sméagol. Ah, he screams. And it's the scream that is not his at all. Yeah, it's this, it's this peculiar, weird, reverberating eldritch uh, scream, and there's just this intense glare of hatred that just transcends flesh. It's, it's. Uh uh you know you realize immediately that that you're dealing with something that you haven't ever de well maybe but not in this way <laughs> and Spirits it's it's be damned. it's like <laughs> like that so uh give me a steel test lint
0: great well i hope i pass this
3: <laughs> what's your hesitation <laughs> 6 6 okay
0: and steel is b5 i ha who? okay so i have to Obstacle 6 versus B5, yes?
3: Yes, unless you want to spend Arta or, you know, does it? Though I I will say, uh, steel is open-ended by default, so any sixes you roll, you immediately roll them again.
0: We'll throw in a couple. My luck has to turn at some point, right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, remember to record them. You're spending per so. You're spending. Uh, it was five against six, so it's actually a challenging test.
0: And if I spend two persona, that does not change that.
3: It doesn't make any difference. That's the beauty of persona. So you can succeed at a like challenging test. But I don't want a challenging one. a difficult <laughs> one?
0: I've got my axe handy.
3: <laughs> All right, I will give you a bonus die for being prepared. How's that? But you can get your damn difficult best. <laughs> <laughs> well, for
0: some of us, it's a big deal, and then yeah, yeah. on top of it, you know, if, if things go wrong, maybe I'll just decapitate the poor man.
3: Well, I mean, I, I did. You give you some some <laughs> hints at what at what was going on, so uh, you know, it's not like I'm just giving it to you for for advancement so we purposes. We stealed ourselves for the yes, steal. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay, now so seven is against six. Well, I'm going to spend two personas. so let's go with eight oh, oh, okay. Versus, okay eight versus six, because I need all the help I can get. One, two, three, four, and a six. Yeah. Uh, so, so we roll six. Yeah, we know how this goes.
3: And that failed. Can I do anything for, for traitors? You you can spend, since this is open-ended, you can spend one fate to re-roll one traitor. Just one? Yeah, well, I'm going to re-roll that one. <laughs> I know that doesn't
0: work for digital dice, but damn it, I am. <laughs> and Oops. that's a six. Roll again. 50-50 shot here. Oh, mister <laughs> missed it by that much strikes again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's just what I was going to say.
3: Jeez, Louise. <laughs> the dice roller is, is, is just mocking me now. But this is good because now you're only hesitating for one action. Okay. It's not, it's not like you're, you're spending uh, the next minute, uh, drooling or cowering or anything. How do you respond? Do you, do you, are you paralyzed with, with, uh, surprise, shock, and fear? Or do you fall to your knees and beg for mercy? Swoon? Can I hold on to him with a death grip and scream back at him? I guess that would be stand and drool. <laughs> <laughs> no, run screaming would be fun. <laughs> no, 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 I, I don't want to leave
0: Bruna and the doctor come back with a bunch of dead bodies I get it so, okay. yeah so our strength and, so our standing drool would be to stand there and scream back at him ah!
3: <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you would like to write in your beliefs at this moment that might be more important than perhaps broker peace with the spiders <sighs> protect Bruna and stone bones sounds good to me in that moment when you're like, "Ah screaming uh, <laughs> all around you, these eldritch flames leap up from the cots from between the gaps in the uh, actually, there are almost no gaps uh, in the floor. It's almost like someone took well, there are okay, there are it's big enough for that, but uh, there's these are like huge slabs of stone that that uh, they've just sunken down for flooring. Uh, flames leap up, flames tall like humans things start to take on fire and, and, you know, chaos reigns. Oh, do I want to cut it there? That's so mean. Well, that would be a dramatic
0: place to cut it, unless we can resolve it in 5-10 minutes. Uh, how do you guys feel? Do
3: do we want to keep going with Flint for like 5 minutes, or do we want to return to the dwarves burning, burning webbing <sighs> for, for a little bit? Let's go with the spiders. I like the cliffhanger. All right, cool. So, um, the Dwarven Company, you know, you make it into mm-hmm. the breweries proper. Uh, there are are spiders crawling everywhere. It's like uh, this cross-hatching of, of web tunnels. Uh, and there's webbing that seems to be very old and stiff and, and webbing that is new and, like, soft and cushiony. And, you know, the spiders are everywhere and you're spraying the whole play, play, place down in control burst, granted. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> um, I'm pretty much writing,
2: I'm writing up anything made of wood in here because yeah. it's going to go.
3: And you can go so anyway. You can see ahead of you uh in between like well you're in sort of this this courtyard between the main brewing buildings, right? Though some are fair enough fairly open, so you can you, you see
1: Hi there goes the granary <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stick the nozzle in there and fire.
3: <laughs> of course there's a scene where you like roll the wagon up to one of the out buildings and just pull the um, lever or whatever you do, and it's like, and there are spider screams inside. Ahead I of you, that. in the half light, uh, among the glitter of the webs, uh, you can see a much bigger shape, sort of beginning to to disentangle itself from from like the inner reaches of um. Mommy. Yeah. <laughs> much. Uh, the spiders are pretty much possessed. They are not stopping. You burn a good number of them. You 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 savage the webs. But uh, they're not letting up. Since you're in here, I would like you to—I like you two of you, uh, Fandral and Ophiel—to make steel tests.
2: Okay. Steel seven, hesitation of five.
1: Your hesitation is pretty low, right, Fandral? Yeah. Theoretically, I should make it.
2: But <laughs> uh, uh, I would make use of the, the cheaty fact that I can spend a fate point and reroll one of those traitors. It's gonna be one d six. Try it. <clears throat> Each. Aha! I made I I rolled exactly
3: the number I needed. Yeah, oh, but you're rolling steel, right, Of Kill? Yes. So you, so you don't. Oh, 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 okay, to re-roll a traitor, I see.
1: Yep. And <laughs> Eight point to reroll a uh, traitor. And no.
3: Oh!
1: oh cruel yeah. world.
3: But it's only. How many one. successes you got?
1: One round or one action.
3: Oh, okay. And Of Kill got how many successes? Exactly my hesitation. So. Alright, so you're not actually hesitating. So. When you begin to enter the the uh inside of this courtyard uh and and you come into the just this cocoon, for lack of a better term of, of webbing right you you notice uh a particular gleam in certain portions, and it's like these webs are spun in particular patterns. And, uh, Ulfkel, you, f- you feel a dread coming over you, like goosebumps, but it doesn't stop you. You're probably too full of trying to make sure the war machine doesn't go anywhere stupid or, or you know, burn one of the humans who are r- rushing ahead of you. So it yeah. uh, doesn't stop you. And, Fandral, for, for like one moment, I, ge- I guess you get to pick what you want to do for, for your hesitation action. You want to just stand and rule? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for for a moment, you notice this spiral pattern in the webbing ahead of you, and uh, the same sort of emotion comes over you inexplicably. It's like magic.
1: Before it all burnt away.
3: Yes, before. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe that's it. You're like, you like, you, for a moment, you, you're just staring at it and then the flames, uh, leap higher, crawl up the web and it's just, uh, disintegrated.
2: I mean, if I notice it, I point at it and, you know, give it a burst.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Release the Kraken. All around uh, the dwarves are, are, uh, shying away for a moment. You know, they probably have three actions of, of standing and drooling or, or drawing back. few of the humans are like falling to their knees and they're muttering prayers fearfully, and, and, and some of them are running away.
1: Use my command to whip everybody into shape here. Absolutely. That's my obstacle. I, I should check that so I, I don't do something stupid here, because... Margin of success. Okay,
3: so the dwarves are hesitating for three actions. The humans are hesitating for four. You'll do, you'll make one test and we'll compare it to, uh, the individual obstacles. See how, um, how much you take away from them. And since it's, uh, since it's several elements to this test, we'll count the highest for advancement purposes.
2: It's I don't have command as a full skill because I try to help. Can I help just by sitting far to things? Um,
3: no. <laughs> oh, okay. If you had command, yes, yes, you could help. The people's innate fear of fire does not motivate them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roar is, is standing next to the prince, completely paralyzed. Like, oh, his man. lower lip is just going up and down.
1: We'll throw another persona here. Oh, what? <laughs> so, I am no help.
3: They can't hear you over the roaring of the flames. Yeah. Well, you can always you can always blame spider magic. That's cheating. This is a fight, and you, you always talk in fights. So well, well, what's Fandler roaring out to, like, get them back into shape that isn't working?
1: It's just a bunch of bugs. Squash them, you stupid... <laughs> Stop gopping and start
3: squashing. Maybe, maybe you slap Roar <laughs> in the, in yeah. the, the poses. <laughs> and he's just, like, standing there like a statue, like... Oh, oh. All right, so... While, while this is going on and you're, you're, you're um, attempting to get the company to, to stop being such this such the great shape, which is about the shape of – it's like a buggy, right? A, a Volkswagen buggy or is that what you call it? Beetle. No, Beetle, I, I, Beetle I, I, that's I what we call it. There you go. Beetle. It's like a Volkswagen Beetle, Beetle right? In that, roughly that size, right? Um, that's you big at all. well i'm assuming that's only the body
2: the the
0: legs are probably much (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah but its legs are not super long it seems more like it's it's more heavy body and less legging this shape is like it's it's gray it's very hairy its eyes have this this ruby glitter to it uh the closer it gets to you the more you hear this first it begins almost like listening to uh the surf at a beach rolling in over your senses and then you you sort of begin to hear whispers which become words which become this hissing tasty dwarves no 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 the words the words, uh, become stop stop burning no more fire no more fighting that's what's coming through
2: and unfortunately you have a scared wolf kill who aims right at her
3: do you pull the lever yeah I'm gonna fire her up
2: I mean, in uh, more you ways fired, than you one just
3: fired up so it's ready or do you actually fire?
2: Yes, in both terms, of the, uh, both versions of the, of the phrase I'm firing her up. Okay.
3: So I guess <laughs> I'm lighting her up. So I guess we're closing the episode on <laughs> you, know. like like releasing the fire and it's uh, belting out toward her and then you know, black screen. <laughs> oh. And everyone's watching it's like, oh!
1: <laughs> Excellent. Mm-hmm.
3: Welcome cool. to cliffhanger episode. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Well, uh, now, now we have action to just leap into next time. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe we can refine beliefs. I mean, uh, you, uh, Flint it's has fire everywhere. <laughs> Will Flint keep on screaming? <laughs> <laughs> and maybe maybe Fandle now has more of a like something you can write about. Maybe taking down the. Big spider or something. I don't know. Whatever you feel is.
2: Stupid. I should put notes down that you know everyone's hesitating too because you know the only persons who, who can, the only two people who can act is Bandrill and Ufkel.
0: The belief I want to see is maybe Flynn's <laughs> not crazy. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> I told you he was possessed. I told you no one believed me.
3: Yes, they didn't. <laughs> scully or Flint? <laughs> <laughs> I think he means Scully, but you know. <laughs> There are more connotations of um, of possessed, I guess. As Flint's player, I am like chewing
0: on my fingernails, going like, what in blue blazes can I do about this? Oh,
3: excellent. (laughs) It's
0: it's not his forte. I'm
2: trying to remember what color was the fire again. Was it green or was it blue? I can't remember the color of the fire. I think it was green, wasn't it? I think it it was greenish, yeah. Yeah, so it's green fire.
0: Well, I know what doesn't work, throwing iron
2: hoops at it. Or maybe I said they were (laughs) red.
3: Like crimson. Well, oh, there, there
2: anyway. was the there was there was regular fire, good things catching in fire and burning, but yeah. there also was the Eldridge fire, which was a different color.
3: I, I'm sure, uh, you know, if this were a television show, the the like continuity geeks would sit there and go,
2: well, that's the wrong color fire." <laughs> <laughs>
3: We just caught Eldritch
2: fire and let you imagine what color it is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is an excellent, excellent suggestion. Okay. Let's do art up. So Flint has his belief for next time written out pretty much yep. about protecting the other dwarves. You didn't get a chance really to, to, um.
0: Oh, come on. I, I screamed. That should wake him up, right?
3: Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> at, le- at least, uh, at least one or two of them. Mind you, there's fire everywhere now. So you may have to. Abandon Scully for in favor of saving someone else. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. So, uh,
0: you want to. I, I, I have a couple of options and decapitation is one of them.
3: <laughs> I'd say, uh, you get a persona for finding a path to Hidden Valley, the hidden place, <laughs> hidden retreat. It's a path, not necessarily a safe path, but we'll see. You don't really have any leads on the family crest, and uh, there was no brokering piece with spiders, and you changed that belief. Cool. Yeah. So one persona for Flint. Let's go to Fandral. Well, uh, I mean, you're in, the, you're in the, the process of getting rid of the spiders, so that's a fate. I'm not quite sure how to, how to um, formulate the like, rewards for the <coughs> second one. I don't think it came up. Much, because we were sort of, sort of playing out the consequences of, of last sessions maneuvering by Fandral to get Flint out of the way. So killing all the spiders that?
1: is a step towards making sure he doesn't eat them by ah. them.
0: <laughs>
3: Fair enough. I'll, I'll give you a
0: fate. A spider problem resolved.
3: <laughs> and for Kell, you are certainly getting a fate for working towards dealing with a spider infestation. This, the last one, Murtagh and Athabald, never really got in danger. So well, they're in danger they're, now. They're in danger now, but but nothing I can do about it now because yeah. But immediately See? when we open up in the next session, what you're doing is protecting yeah. them, right? That's yeah, the test yeah. you're going to make right away. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's a good. Uh, I mean, if if it's not fun and you prefer something else, then, then no,
2: that's... no, uh, yeah, yeah, because because they're 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 probably just hanging on to the to the push poles, this like white knuckle going. <laughs> Pump faster! <laughs> The so only person pumping on it is me. I'm busy up back there with the crank, you know, running the running the pistons. And this may be a case where I may end up spending a D to
3: just take out
2: something. <laughs>
3: it's the second time you spend a D to take out a spider. <laughs> spider burner of Scoria. <laughs> it just gets the legend grows.
2: <laughs> you just might have to switch over to Spider Bane. Somewhere point, like that, you, probably, I'll probably be going. Oh, why is it always got to be spider?
0: <laughs> when it comes not to mermaids, in a way, I've touched all of mine. Oh. Always sleeps with his axe, never say no to a lady, never leave a task undone. I, I'd say uh,
3: never say no to a lady. You certainly got you in trouble here.
0: Yes. <laughs> Just a little.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting some completely different kind of trouble,
0: but trouble is trouble. <laughs> So, can I change one of my beliefs up? that I
3: believe my dice will fail me. You have to have, a, like, a goal, a completable goal. <laughs> a you have a belief like, <laughs> like, dice are inherently traitorous, and I will never
1: use them, then, like, that, that's a... Uh, your your meta-beliefs do not transfer to Flint. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, well. So, so
0: since uh, I Never Say No uh, reared its ugly head, is that, like, a fate, or that how does that That is indeed a fate
3: point. Okie dokie. Did anyone see and, any uh, any traits that got them into trouble that I missed?
0: Dwarven traits: chuffing out, oddly likable, swaggering, dutiful, aggressive. I can play on that.
3: You haven't <laughs> done that a lot, but but yeah, I, I
0: try to beat a nice guy, even yeah. if everyone
3: remembers me. Well, that's the axe man. That's cool because cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool, if you, if you keep not playing it, uh, it's gonna go away the next time we vote.
2: None of mine came to play. None of my instincts came to play.
3: Well, I mean, oh, no, I mean, they didn't it, get you into keep trouble. your weapon. Do we feel like Flint is worth worthy of a mold breaker, being torn between doing what he wanted for the spiders and finding stuff about uh, Dooney's possible um, cohorts in Scoria and staying,
1: protecting people?
3: Did he play out the turmoil enough? Do you feel? Yeah,
1: I think he did. How about you, Dirk? It was certainly not something Flint really wanted to do. So
3: true, true. All right, so let's give. um Flint a persona for Mold Breaker. Let's give you all embodiment again, because stuff. Uh, all right, mm-hmm. so workhorse, people. Because.
0: Yeah, fireburner of moral. Yeah. yeah, so I guess a bro, persona.
3: Cal. I think you you were yeah. the one besides uh, Slate, who has the lowest amount of persona, generally speaking. Although the rest of you have been spending a lot lately, so I may be off on the count. I am
0: I am at four, so I, and I spent five this session. Oh, wow. <laughs>
3: So it's like, burn, burn, burn. <laughs> it is a wheel of burning, yes. MVP, anyone? I, I am tempted to give it to the
0: prince because he kept everyone together and the initial yeah. assault went very well.
2: Yeah, he had the skills necessary to keep us uh, at least safe in the initial assault. Now, sadly, that didn't help in the second secondary assault. when we Actually, no, when we breached, but, you know. But that's
0: another
3: so, session. Was... Dun, dun, dun.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay. I'll give it to our fearless general. MVP persona for control. Mm -hmm. And no deeds yet. Working on it. but It's a a tricky thing. I, I, I should be more shallow. What? <laughs> that's not your deeds? <laughs> what do you mean?
0: <laughs> it, instead of having long-reaching goals, like, I will be the prince of the underworld, do <laughs> so you
3: choose something like, I'll have breakfast? Well, that's persona. I mean, deeds is like the, the bigger stuff uh, when you affect yeah, the yeah, setting yeah. in huge ways. Yes. You're not going to affect the setting by having breakfast? If you have a it's going really above the, uh, good breakfast.
2: <laughs> it's going above and beyond the Call of Duty. Yeah. Okay, okay. Omelets.
3: Not like like if eggs. you had succeeded in sneaking away, and if, if by some chance you had succeeded in forging an alliance between the dwarves and the spiders, that would have been a deed, right? Yeah, it would. <laughs> and someone burned those chances to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at it this way. You are, you are earning Fandral uh, Arta in the course of... Sort of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: it's, it's kind of like a seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fun stuff, love the cliffhangers, and <laughs> catch you all next week. Have a good week. Thanks for today, guys. Yep.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.
3: Oh, I was listening to a few of the episodes um, this weekend, uh, a few that I hadn't, like, the, the the latest batch, like the latest four or five I hadn't listened to. Uh, and I, I heard myself saying Aethelbert on more than one occasion, so I, and I felt <laughs> like I had gotten the name right all the time, so that was, like, embarrassing.
2: I worked out what all the failure points on the system, cause I went looking at the, uh, at the Greek fire system, and then I read up, and some guys said, point out every, every failure point, you have to use leather seals around the pistons, and you soak them in oil, and that's a failure point. Um naphtha has to be is solid until you heat it up, so you ha- so I imagine where, uh, where Woofkill's using is similar. It has to be kept hot. Therefore, there's a fire underneath it. Another failure point. If the fire goes out, there's enough latent heat that won't congeal, but it might get some solid, solid chunks that would then block one of the pipes.
0: Mm, well, then it turns from a flamethrower to a shotgun or yeah. improvised explosive device,
2: <laughs> or 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 you you suck vacuum, and you can't get anything at all. Uh, the you have you have to use leather flaps on the on the valves. The, you have leather leather flap valves. On, on, the, on the pistons when we'll let the stuff in and when let the stuff out. And those are a point of failure. Uh, since, we, since I, w- I use my black artificer on this, I, it's everything's welded so the welds are, could be suspect. Then there's, a, there, there's the uh, chain drive to drive the mechanism and that could fail. Of course, the pilot light could go out. The swivel mount, the improvised swivel mount could, could seize up. And did I say I have to keep the stuff at boiling point temperatures inside there? Is, is the thing
0: uh, capable of like a uh, backdraft?
2: I, I, I think so if you smart enough to put a a, a a pressure valve on, so that pressure relief valve, so it gets too hot, it'll then blow blow, up, blow off um, excess excess vapors. But I, I don't, I'm not sure if he's smart enough to make them so they blow off to the rear of the of the uh, of the mechanism or to the front where the fire is.
0: He did oh, the uh, test. Just say I didn't do I'm just, yeah the, the, that's
1: where the nostrils are for it's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com find links to all of our episodes links to our Facebook page and MeWe page you can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com it'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice and that's all I got